nexus to an official proceeding. By January 2018, the special counsel's use OFA grand jury had been further confirmed by the return of several indictments. The president also was aware that the special counsel was investigating obstruction-related events because, among other reasons, on January 8, 2008, the special counsel's office provided his counsel with a detailed list of topics for a possible interview with the president. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10... We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other, because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who was taking donations from the NRA, I believed them when they said they were sleeping on concrete floors. I believed them. Children were being separated from their parents in front of an American flag. I believe them. And you can change the entire population of the world, eight billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change, change their, their lives, lives forever. forever. Well, it didn't happen, and here we are. I believe these women. You're wrong. I feel extremely lucky to, to be here with all of you fighting for justice, for equality, for the right for us to equally exist in this country. There were 329 uprisings, 257 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and fighting our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. But their children were saved and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world, but the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. And may God bless us. May God bless us. The president knew that McGahn had personal knowledge of many of the events the special counsel was investigating and that McGahn had already been interviewed by special counsel investigators. And in the Oval Office meeting, the president indicated he knew that McGahn had told the special counsel's office about the president's effort to remove the special counsel. The president challenged McGahn for disclosing that information and for taking notes that he viewed as creating unnecessary legal exposure. That evidence indicates the president's awareness that the June 17, 2017 events were relevant to the special counsel's investigation and any grand jury investigation that might grow out of it. To establish a nexus, it would be necessary to show that the president's actions would have the natural tendency to affect such a proceeding or that they would hinder, delay, or prevent the communication of information to investigators. Because McGahn had spoken to special counsel investigators before January 2018, the president could not have been seeking to influence his prior statements in those interviews. But because McGahn had repeatedly spoken to investigators and the obstruction inquiry was not complete, it was foreseeable that he would be interviewed again on obstruction-related topics. If the president were focused solely on a press strategy in seeking to have McGahn refute the New York Times article, a nexus to a proceeding or to further investigative interviews would not be shown. 
but the president's efforts to have McGahn write a letter for our records approximately 10 days after the stories had come out well past the typical time to issue a correction for a news story indicates the president was not focused solely on a press strategy, but instead likely contemplated the ongoing investigation and any proceedings arising from it. C. Intent. Substantial evidence indicates that in repeatedly urging McGahn to dispute that he was ordered to have the special counsel terminated, the president acted for the purpose of influencing McGahn's account in order to deflect or prevent further scrutiny of the president's conduct towards the investigation. Several facts support that conclusion. The president made repeated attempts to get McGahn to change his story. As described above, by the time of the last attempt, the evidence suggests that the president had been told on multiple occasions that McGahn believed the president had ordered him to have the special counsel terminated. McGahn interpreted his encounter with the president in the Oval Office as an attempt to test his mettle and see how committed he was to his memory of what had occurred. The president had already laid the groundwork for pressing McGahn to alter his account by telling Porter that it might be necessary to fire McGahn if he did not deny the story, and Porter relayed that statement to McGahn. Additional evidence of the president's intent may be gleaned from the fact that his counsel was sufficiently alarmed by the prospect of the president's meeting with McGahn that he called McGahn's counsel and said that McGahn could not resign no matter what happened in the Oval Office that day. The president's counsel was well aware OFMC Gann's resolve not to issue what he believed to be a false account of events despite the president's request. Finally, as noted above, the president brought up the special counsel investigation in his Oval Office meeting with McGahn and criticized him for telling this office about the June 17, 2017 events. The president's statements reflect his understanding and his displeasure that those events would be part of an obstruction of justice inquiry. J. The President's Conduct Towards Flynn and Manafort Overview This free audio is provided by MullerReportAudioBook.com Overview In addition to the interactions with McGahn described above, the President has taken other actions directed at possible witnesses in the Special Counsel's investigation, including Flynn, Manafort, and as described in the next section, Cohen. When Flynn withdrew from a joint defense agreement with the president, the president's personal counsel stated that Flynn's actions would be viewed as reflecting hostility towards the president. During Manafort's prosecution and while the jury was deliberating, the president repeatedly stated that Manafort was being treated unfair, and made it known that Manafort could receive a pardon. Overview Evidence Overview Conduct Directed at Michael Flynn As previously noted, see Volume 2, Section 11. B. The President asked for Flynn's resignation on February 13, 2017. Following Flynn's resignation, the President made positive public comments about Flynn, describing him as a wonderful man, a fine person, and a very good person. The President also privately asked advisors to pass messages to Flynn conveying that the President still cared about him and encouraging him to stay strong. In late November 2017, Flynn began to cooperate with this office. On November 22, 2017, Flynn withdrew from a joint defense agreement he had with the president. Flynn's counsel told the president's personal counsel and counsel for the White House that Flynn could no longer have confidential communications with the White House or the president. Overview Later that night, the president's personal counsel left a voicemail for Flynn's counsel that said, I understand your situation, but let me see if I can't state it in starker terms. It wouldn't surprise me if you've gone on to make a deal with the government. 
If there's information that implicates the president, then we've got a national security issue. So, you know, we need some kind of heads up. Um, just for the sake of protecting all our interests if we can. Remember what we've always said about the president and his feelings toward Flynn and that still remains. Overview on November 23, 2017, Flynn's attorneys returned the call from the president's personal counsel to acknowledge receipt of the voicemail. Flynn's attorneys reiterated that they were no longer in a position to share information under any sort of privilege. According to Flynn's attorneys, the president's personal counsel was indignant and vocal in his disagreement. The president's personal counsel said that he interpreted what they said to him as a reflection of Flynn's hostility towards the president and that he planned to inform his client of that interpretation. Flynn's attorneys understood that statement to be an attempt to make them reconsider their position because the president's personal counsel believed that Flynn would be disturbed to know that such a message would be conveyed to the president. On December 1, 2017, Flynn pleaded guilty to making false statements pursuant to a cooperation agreement. One the next day, the president told the press that he was not concerned today about what Flynn might tell the special counsel. In response to a question about whether the president still stood behind Flynn, the president responded, we'll see what happens. Over a the next several days, the president made public statements expressing sympathy for Flynn and indicating he had not been treated fairly for on December 15, 2017, the president responded to a press inquiry about whether he was considering a pardon for Flynn by saying, I don't want to talk about pardons for Michael Flynn yet. We'll see what happens. Let's see. I can say this, when you look at what's gone on with the FBI and with the Justice Department, people are very, very angry. Conduct directed at Paul Manafort. On October 27, 2017, a grand jury in the District of Columbia indicted Manafort and former deputy campaign manager Richard Gates on multiple felony counts, and on February 22, 2018, a grand jury in the Eastern District of Virginia indicted Manafort and Gates on additional felony counts. The charges in both cases alleged criminal conduct by Manafort that began as early as 2005 and continued through 2018. In January 2018, Manafort told Gates that he had talked to the president's personal counsel and they were going to take care of us. Manafort told Gates it was stupid to plead, saying that he had been in touch with the president's personal counsel and repeating that they should sit tight and we'll be taken care of. Gates asked Manafort outright if anyone mentioned pardons and Manafort said no one used that word. As the proceedings against Manafort progressed in court, the president told Porter that he never liked Manafort and that Manafort did not know what he was doing on the campaign. The president discussed with aides whether and in what way Manafort might be cooperating with the special counsel's investigation, and whether Manafort knew any information that would be harmful to the president. In public, the president made statements criticizing the prosecution and suggesting that Manafort was being treated unfairly. On June I-5, 2018, before a scheduled court hearing that day on whether Manafort's bail should be revoked based on new charges that Manafort had tampered with witnesses while out on bail, the president told the press, T feel badly about a lot of them because I think a lot of it is very unfair. I mean, I look at some of them where they go back 12 years. Like, Manafort has nothing to do with our campaign. But I feel so I tell you, I feel a little badly about it. They went back 12 years to get things that he did 12 years ago? 
I feel badly for some people, because they've gone back 12 years to find things about somebody, and I don't think it's right. In response to a question about whether he was considering a pardon for Manafort or other individuals involved in the special counsel's investigation, the president said, I don't want to talk about that. No, I don't want to talk about that. But look, I do want to see people treated fairly. That's what it's all about. Hours later, Manafort's bail was revoked and the president tweeted, Wow, what a tough sentence for Paul Manafort, who has represented Ronald Reagan, Bob Dole and many other top political people and campaigns. Didn't know Manafort was the head of the mob. What about Comey and Crooked Hillary and all the others? Very unfair immediately following the revocation of Manafort's bail, the president's personal lawyer, Rudolf Giuliani, gave a series of interviews in which he raised the possibility of a pardon for Manafort. Giuliani told the New York Daily News that when the whole thing is over, things might get cleaned up with some presidential pardons. Giuliani also said in an interview that, although the president should not pardon anyone while the special counsel's investigation was ongoing, when the investigation is concluded, he's kind of on his own, right? In a CNN interview two days later, Giuliani said, I guess I should clarify this once and for all. The president has issued no pardons in this investigation. The president is not going to issue pardons in this investigation. When it's over, hey, he's the president of the United States. He retains his pardon power. Nobody is taking that away from him. Giuliani rejected the suggestion that his and the president's comments could signal to defendants that they should not cooperate in a criminal prosecution because a pardon might follow, saying the comments were certainly not intended that way. Giuliani said the comments only acknowledge that an individual involved in the investigation would not be excluded from a pardon, if in fact the president and his advisors come to the conclusion that you have been treated unfairly. Giuliani observed that pardons were not unusual in political investigations but said, that doesn't mean they're going to happen here, doesn't mean that anybody should rely on it. Big signal is, nobody has been pardoned yet. On July 31, 2018, Manafort's criminal trial began in the Eastern District of Virginia, generating substantial news coverage. The next day, the president tweeted, This is a terrible situation and Attorney General Jeff Sessions should stop this rigged witch hunt right now, before it continues to stain our country any further. Bob Mueller is totally conflicted, and his 17 angry Democrats that are doing his dirty work are a disgrace to USA Minutes later, the president tweeted, Paul Manafort worked for Ronald Reagan, Bob Dole and many other highly prominent and respected political leaders. He worked for me for a very short time. Why didn't government tell me that he was under investigation? These old charges have nothing to do with collusion, a hoax. Later in the day, the president tweeted, looking back on history, who was treated worse, Alphonse Capone, legendary mob boss, killer and public enemy number one, or Paul Manafort, political operative and Reagan, Dole Darling, now serving solitary confinement although convicted of nothing? Where is the Russian collusion? The president's tweets about the Manafort trial were widely covered by the press. When asked about the president's tweets, Sanders told the press, certainly, the president's been clear. He thinks Paul Manafort's been treated unfairly. On August 16, 2018, the Manafort case was submitted to the jury and deliberations began. 
At that time, Giuliani had recently suggested to reporters that the special counsel investigation needed to be done in the next two or three weeks, and media stories reported that a Manafort acquittal would add to criticism that the special counsel investigation was not worth the time and expense, whereas a conviction could show that ending the investigation would be premature. On August 17, 2018, as jury deliberations continued, the president commented on the trial from the South Lawn of the White House. In an impromptu exchange with reporters that lasted approximately five minutes, the president twice called the special counsel's investigation a rigged witch hunt. When asked whether he would pardon Manafort if he was convicted, the president said, I don't talk about that now. I don't talk about that. The president then added, without being asked a further question, I think the whole Manafort trial is very sad when you look at what's going on there. I think it's a very sad day for our country. He worked for me for a very short period of time. But you know what, he happens to be a very good person. And I'll think it's very sad what they've done to Paul Manafort. The president did not take further questions. In response to the president's statements, Manafort's attorney said, Mr. Manafort really appreciates the support of President Trump. On August 21, 2018, the jury found Manafort guilty on eight felony counts. Also on August 21, Michael Cohen pleaded guilty to eight offenses, including a campaign finance violation that he said had occurred in coordination with, and at the direction of, a candidate for federal OFFTCE. The president reacted to Manafort's convictions that day by telling reporters, Paul Manafort's a good man and it's a very sad thing that happened. The president described the special counsel's investigation as a witch hunt that ends in disgrace. The next day, the president tweeted, I feel very badly for Paul Manafort and his wonderful family. Justice took a 12-year-old tax case, among other things, applied tremendous pressure on him and, unlike Michael Cohen, he refused to break, make up stories in order to get a deal. Such respect for a brave man in a Fox News interview on August 22, 2018, the president said, Cohen makes a better deal when he uses me, like everybody else. And one of the reasons L respect Paul Manafort so much as he went through that trial you know they make up stories. People make up stories. This whole thing about flipping, they call it, T know all about flipping. The president said that flipping was not fair and almost ought to be outlawed. Lane response to a question about whether he was considering a pardon for Manafort, the president said, T have great respect for what he's done, in terms of what he's gone through he worked for many, many people many, many years, and T would say what he did, some of the charges they threw against him, every consultant, every lobbyist in Washington probably does. Giuliani told journalists that the president really thinks Manafort has been horribly treated and that he and the president had discussed the political fallout if the president pardoned Manafort. The next day, Giuliani told the Washington Post that the president had asked his lawyers for advice on the possibility of a pardon for Manafort and other aides, and had been counseled against considering a pardon until the investigation concluded. On September 14, 2018, Manafort pleaded guilty to charges in the District of Columbia and signed a plea agreement that required him to cooperate with investigators. Giuliani was reported to have publicly said that Manafort remained in a joint defense agreement with the president following Manafort's guilty plea and agreement to cooperate, and that Manafort's attorneys regularly briefed the president's lawyers on the topics discussed and the information Manafort had provided in interviews with the special counsel's office.
On November 26, 2018, the special counsel's office disclosed in a public court filing that Manafort had breached his plea agreement by lying about multiple subjects. The next day, Giuliani said that the president had been upset for weeks about what he considered to be the un-American, horrible treatment of Manafort. In an interview on November 28, 2018, the president suggested that it was very brave that Manafort did not flip. If you told the truth, you go to jail. You know this flipping stuff is terrible. You flip and you lie and you get the prosecutors will tell you 99% of the time they can get people to flip. It's rare that they can't. But I had three people, Manafort, Corsi I don't know Corsi, but he refuses to say what they demanded. Manafort, Corsi, it's actually very brave. TN response to a question about a potential pardon for Manafort, the president said, it was never discussed, but I wouldn't take it off the table. Why would I take it off the table? Redacted. Harm to ongoing matter. Analysis. This free audio is provided by MullerReportAudioBook.com. In analyzing the president's conduct towards Flynn, Manafort, Little, the following evidence is relevant to the elements of obstruction of justice. A. Obstructive Act. The president's actions towards witnesses in the special counsel's investigation would qualify as obstructive if they had the natural tendency to prevent particular witnesses from testifying truthfully, or otherwise would have the probable effect of influencing, delaying, or preventing their testimony to law enforcement. With regard to Flynn, the president sent private and public messages to Flynn encouraging him to stay strong and conveying that the president still cared about him before he began to cooperate with the government. When Flynn's attorneys withdrew him from a joint defense agreement with the president, signaling that Flynn was potentially cooperating with the government, the president's personal counsel initially reminded Flynn's counsel of the president's warm feelings towards Flynn and said that still remains. But when Flynn's counsel reiterated that Flynn could no longer share information under a joint defense agreement, the president's personal counsel stated that the decision would be interpreted as reflecting Flynn's hostility towards the president. That sequence of events could have had the potential to affect Flynn's decision to cooperate, as well as the extent of that cooperation. Because of privilege issues, however, we could not determine whether the president was personally involved in or knew about the specific message his counsel delivered to Flynn's counsel. With respect to Manafort, there is evidence that the president's actions had the potential to influence Manafort's decision whether to cooperate with the government. The president and his personal counsel made repeated statements suggesting that a pardon was a possibility for Manafort, while also making it clear that the president did not want Manafort to flip and cooperate with the government. On June 15, 2018, the day the judge presiding over Manafort's D.C. case was considering whether to revoke his bail, the president said that he felt badly for Manafort and stated, I think a lot of it is very unfair. And when asked about a pardon for Manafort, the president said, I do want to see people treated fairly. That's what it's all about. Later that day, after Manafort's bail was revoked, the president called it a tough sentence that was very unfair. Two days later, the president's personal counsel stated that individuals involved in the special counsel's investigation could receive a pardon if in fact the president and his advisors come to the conclusion that you have been treated unfairly using language that paralleled how the president had already described the treatment of Manafort. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace.
security. We support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something, you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently for letting you, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not yes, we can. what your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. My poor little children. Yes, we can. tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Now on Instagram and SoundCloud. We wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter, Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher Smart Radio, Potable, and more. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. I moved on her, actually. You know, she was down in Palm Beach. I moved on her, and I failed. I'll admit it. Whoa. I did try and her. She was married. <laughs> huge news, Sarah. No, no, Nancy. Yeah. No, this was marriages. And I moved on her very heavily. In fact, I took her out furniture shopping. She wanted to get some furniture. I said, I'll show you where they have some nice furniture. <laughs> I took her out furniture. I moved on her like a bitch, but I couldn't get there. And she was married. And all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big phony tits and everything. She's totally changed her look. She's your girl's hot as shit in the purple. Whoa! Whoa! Yes! Whoa. <laughs> yes, the Donald has scored! <laughs> oh, my man! Wait, wait, you gotta look at me when this you get out of here. Just remember to set this up. That is remember. very funny. Look up? at you. You are a You gotta put the thumbs up. <laughs> you gotta okay. get the thumbs up. Okay. Can't be too happy. Can you first? Yeah, let me. It's very funny. You gotta get the thumbs up. Thank you. All right, you and I will walk out. Oh, my God. Maybe it's a different one. Better not be the public. No, it's, it's her. Yeah, that's her, with the gold. I'm going to use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just, like, I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. I can do anything. No, it looks good. Come on, shorty. Oh, nice legs, huh? Oof, get out of the way, bro. That's good legs. Good. It's always good if you don't fall out of the bus. Like Ford, Gerald Ford, remember? <laughs> Down below. Pull the hand. 
Hello, how are you? Hi, how nice are seeing you. you. Terrific. Nice to meet you. Terrific. You know Billy Bush? Hello, how are nice you? to see you. How are you doing, Ariane? I'm doing very well, thank you. Are you ready to be a soap star? We're ready. Let's go. Make right. me a soap star. How about a little hug for the Donnelly? Just got off the bus. Like a little okay, hug, absolutely. <laughs> Melania said this was okay.